The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. You don't want it. You don't need it. But you're going to get it anyway. The Kevin Sheehan Show. Here's Kevin. For you Maryland football fans, this is for you and to make it easier for you. I mentioned on the podcast yesterday that you could go find the interview that I did with Mike Loxley from his show from last week. Well, I'm just going to put this out on this very early Saturday morning, September 3rd, the first full Saturday of football uh, during the college football season. Just figured I'd put it out to make it easier for you. It's a short, you know, 18 minutes Uh, But with the head coach last week, we discussed the upcoming season and what should be his best team at Maryland. Uh, Here's how that conversation went. All right, let's welcome on to the show the head football coach at the University of Maryland, Mike Loxley. Terps went 7-6 and six last year, blew out Virginia Tech in the pinstripe bowl, 54-10, to 10, and they return a potentially lethal offensive group for the upcoming season, which starts next Saturday, Labor Day weekend, against Buffalo uh, in College Park. Uh, Coach, you know, you're in your fourth year. I can't believe it's been four years already since you've been back. And I know it's been weird with the pandemic and, you know, no fans there and a shortened schedule. But, man, time flies, doesn't it? Time flies when you're having fun. And and I'm still having fun as we enter into year four, Kevin, and and, and very appreciative of of the great opportunity that I've been afforded by uh, being a head coach here at Maryland. So let me not um, bury the lead here. You know, many of us are as excited as we've been in a while about Maryland football. It looks to many of us from afar that this might be your best team since you've been here as the head coach. Are we right? Is this your best team at Maryland? Yeah, and again, I'm not big on the comparisons, but I know I did mention that, that this is, is the best team I've had since I've been back here. I wouldn't say since I've been at Maryland, but since I've been back as the head coach, by far the the, the best team, and, and not just because of the talent that we have, but the depth that we've created, and then you know the type of playmakers that we've been able to develop over the last few years. So uh, from top to bottom, um, just the understanding and buy-in that we've gotten, uh, the depth we've created via recruiting and the, and, and the development of our players, it leads me to say that. 
Before we get into some of those players, you know, you and I talked right before the bowl game last year, and you told me that the extra practice, the time you get to stick together with your team when you make a bowl game is huge. So how does that, how will that extra practice time pay off? Yeah, you know, the benefit is is, is we've, we've talked about just how – uh, you can't put a price tag on how valuable those extra 14, 15 practices were that we were able to have, especially with the development piece. And, you know, I oftentimes use the word we're a developmental program, which means we're going to take good players and we're going to do the things necessary over the course of how we train them, how we teach them, uh, and develop them. And, and they'll get better because of the time they spend in our program. And so when you look at some of those guys that will be uh, helping us this year, like a Roman Hemby or Antoine Littleton, you know, these guys redshirted a year ago, but those 14, 15 practices that they got leading into the bowl game and those guys like those two were able to play in that game as their fourth game. So they're not necessarily coming in as just a, a, a inexperienced freshman or redshirt freshman. They've gained valuable experience, but we've also, you know, been able to expedite their growth and their development because of those practices. And, I mean, that's across the board. You know, we, we are a young team, and I know we have a lot of returning starters, but we've got a bunch of guys that have played a lot of football. But then when you look at the bottom part of our rosters and the, the backups and the number two guys, a lot of those guys are freshmen, redshirt freshmen, sophomores that have had a chance now to have a, a, basically an extra spring ball to develop their skill set. Leah Tungavailoa, to his brother, for those that don't know, is on the Manning watch list, uh, one of the expected best quarterbacks in the country this year. He threw for over 3,800 yards last year, 26 touchdowns, 11 picks. I thought he had two of the best games of his career when it mattered the most at the end. Uh, Mike against Rutgers uh, end in the bowl game. He's got a really good chance if he stays healthy. All right, knock on wood to set every Maryland passing record this year. And you and I both know, because we've talked about the past, you know, this was a quarterback factory when you and I were at Bird watching Boomer and Reich and Gelbaugh and O'Donnell. And then you were around for it for guys like Scott McBrien and Sean Hill. Um, What are your expectations for Leah this year? Yeah, you know, I've been on a soapbox in terms of – you know, fighting for my quarterback. Uh, I really feel like he's a guy, you know, too many people who saw the national TV game against Iowa that second quarter where, you know, he threw the interceptions, and, and I get that. But when, to break the single-season passing record, to break the completion percentage record, uh, with, with the type of quarterbacks you just named having and holding most of those records, I just don't think you can um, – take away that he's been able to do that because of one quarter. Now, is he the finished product? No, not at all. And that's where it's our job to continue to develop him. But, you know, he had seven games of over 300 yards passing. Um, You know, his touchdown, the interception ratio, you know, wasn't perfect or like above average, but it was pretty good. I mean, I think he had 11 picks to like 27 touchdowns, and I may be a little off, but – um, I really feel that, you know, if he takes the next step, which we expect him to this year, he'll be one of the guys they talk about as one of the best quarterbacks in college football this year. Yeah, and I, I thought, again, I thought that Virginia Tech game, I mean, he was near perfect in that game as he was in the Rutgers game. And it just seemed like after that, you know, big build up to that Iowa game on a Friday night, you know, last year, 
that after that, I I, th- I thought watching him, he settled down and he just kept getting better and better. And I thought he was at at his best at the end of last year. Do you agree with that or not? Yeah, there's no doubt. He he kept improving. You know, after the Iowa game, he took the necessary steps. He made the corrections um, and, and really finished the year off the way you want your quarterback to finish it off. And uh, you know, the goal now, and, and, and we try not to say build on because obviously last year uh, is has come and gone, and you don't get to pick up where you left off. You actually got to start from ground zero, and 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 then you know take last year's experiences and hopefully they help us as we move forward into this this year's version of the Maryland football family. And just like everybody, you know, I expect Leah to, to take that next step this year. What do you think is the number one thing he needs to improve upon the most? You know, I've said this and, and, and I've seen the improvement, but it's what I've been on him about um, is just the emotional maturity of, of playing that position. You know, he's a very emotional player where – you know, when things are going good, I mean, he is super amped and hyped and, and really a, a tremendous leader. And then when things aren't going so well, I think, you know, he, he, I always talk, tell him my little code word is say, hey, talk nicely to yourself because he's so competitive and he gets down on himself when he has a bad play that sometimes that bad play leads to another, which leads to another, which we saw kind of in that second quarter of Iowa where he starts pressing. And I think for a great quarterback, uh, to be a great quarterback, you've got to have a short memory. You've got to uh, continue to kind of not ride the wave of that, that, the ebb and flow of a game and don't let your highs be too high or your lows too low and just kind of stay in that neutral socket to where, you know, he's got great talent around him. He doesn't have to win the game. He just needs to do a good job of getting the ball to these playmakers in the right positions for them to make plays. We're talking to Mike Loxley, the head coach of Maryland. Let's talk about the playmakers. You've got NFL wide receivers uh, on this team. You're loaded at wide receiver. Let's start there. Talk about uh, the guys that you have, Jarrett and Copeland, and obviously Dante Demas coming back. Yeah, you know, the, the big one for me is a healthy Dante Demas coming back. And, and you know, he's uh, ahead of schedule with it. Um, he's gotten through the summer camp. Um, even at if he's at 90%, I mean, the 90% Dante is better than most people's 100%, but his leadership was immeasurable, and, and when we lost him, we lost basically the soul of our team, but having him back has been really helpful. Uh, being able to go get a guy like Jacob Copeland, who I have a history with and know, you know really, really well, it will be a great addition um, to that room. You know, Rockham Jarrett stepped up big when Dante went down, and and did a tremendous job picking up kind of the slack of losing a playmaker like Dante, and he will only continue to get better. You know, you think about him only playing a five-game uh, five shortened season in 2020, and what he was able to do last year is basically a, a sophomore. Um, Jay Sean Jones is back healthy and made a bunch of plays for us here uh, doing training camp, and, and I've been really happy with Ty Felton, the young receiver, that uh, came on strong for us last year before he kind of went out with injury. But really talented room. Yeah, it really is. Um, tell me about your backs. Uh, last weekend, we saw Tayon Fleet Davis score a touchdown for the Chiefs in a, in a preseason game against Washington. So he's gone. But man, you had a bunch of guys step up in that bowl game in particular. What does the backfield look like? Who are we going to see, you know, at, at next week against Buffalo? Yeah. I mean, you're going to see four guys that that'll have a chance to to contribute, and and you know, if a guy obviously gets hot, 
um, will ride him. But, you know, we've always kind of played uh, multiple backs, uh, you know, during, during my tenure. Um, you know, even at other places, it, it takes more than one to do it. But, you know, having guys like Kobe McDonald coming back who played a bunch for us last year and made some plays, uh, Roman Hemby uh, is is uh, a three-down guy that's great in protection, great in the passing game, and has the home run speed to hit, you know to hit the home run. Uh, Antoine Littleton has, has been one of the bright spots for us in terms of you know he's a guy that came in and really worked to change his body, and then and, and for a big back, uh, he's a kind of a change. Has great feet, great hands in the passing game, um, a physical tough runner. And then you throw in the true freshman, Ramon Brown, who has really jumped out, you know, with his size and speed for a young guy. He has a body that's ready to play. All right, let's get to the defense. Uh, And we'll do that with the head coach, Mike Loxley, right after these words from a few of our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, let's flip it to the other side of the ball. Tell me about the defense, the elevation of Brian Williams to defensive coordinator, um, and some of the players over there. What kind of defense is Maryland football going to have this year? Yeah, you know, our defense doesn't get the notoriety, obviously, because of last season, the last couple of years. We, you know, we gave up a lot of yardage, gave up a bunch of big plays, but, you know, without being an excuse making um, program, you know, losing Fanage Gote, losing Deontay Banks, losing Jacorian Bennett during, you know, a good chunk of last season, losing our best pass rusher in Darrell Chami didn't help help us on defense with, with, with those type of starters being out. And so what I can tell you is that we're a healthy team now on defense. Uh, having Ami Finau come back for a COVID year, um, you know, back again. Having a guy like Mo Sai and Asili Kite and Greg China Rose, who's also doing a COVID year, and a healthy Chami will help us in the front end of it. But then the the back end, with, we have three corners that I think are, are NFL-type corners. Yeah. You know, Jacorian Bennett, uh, Deontay Banks, and Tarheep Steele. Um, you know, missing two of those guys a year ago didn't help. 
and and then obviously we lost quite a bit in the safety or the back end with uh you know two guys leaving to go to the next level and Nick Cross and Jordan Mosley but we played a lot of football with guys like Dante Trader a year ago Bo Braid played a lot of football for us and then I've been really really uh, happy with the way Glendon Miller and Isaiah Hazel have really come along um on for the back end and so again you know the big key for us playing great defense and coach Williams did a tremendous job at the end of the year of, of you know, paring down what we wanted to do, getting those guys to play with the type of effort. But, you know, we've got to limit the big plays on the defensive side of the ball, and then we've got to make sure we do a good job getting some turnovers, which we haven't been able to do here. You know, you mentioned still loved him as a returner, too. The the player that you didn't mention yep. is your your linebacker, 11, Hippolyte, who, I just, who made so Ruben. many plays last year. Yeah. And and that was definitely an oversight because Ruben is kind of like how Dante was for us on the offensive side. He's not now no longer the young guy. He's a true junior. He's played a lot of football. He's really done a great job of uh, leading that front front end of our defense and uh, has shown the, the size and speed to be to be a sideline to sideline guy. Omar uh, McCullough coming back as a, a inside linebacker. The addition of Andarius Cowan, who transferred him from West Virginia. Uh, by the way, of Alabama when I was there. So, yeah, we got a lot of second-level pieces that, that obviously, you know, the goal for us now is to make sure our communication is great, limit the uh, missed assignments, and then try to find a way to get the ball on the ground. By the way, I had a friend of mine say, make sure that the next time you've got Coach Loxley on to ask him about his new kicker, the transfer from, I think, Eastern Michigan. <laughs> is it, Apparently yeah. this kid is really good. He is, and I've, I've been on the record of saying that the best transfer portal player we brought in is the kicker, uh, Chad Ryland, and he's a guy that's a Groza Award uh, uh, nominee. Uh, last year was one of the best kickers in, in the country. Uh, that was kind of Coach Zook's, Ron Zook's departing gift for me was yeah. going and recruiting uh, Chad Ryland, and all he's done is came in and assimilated really well within our culture here. Uh, has a big leg. I mean, kicked a 58 yarder with the strings a week weekend ago. Uh, kicks the ball out of the end zone a bunch, which helps you in your uh, kickoff cover unit. Um, is a weapon. I mean, he, he basically told me, Coach, once we get inside the 37, 38, and last week he told me the 40. He said, you know, I'm good. That's my kick line. I'm like the 40 yard line. 57 so yards. Thought he was, yeah, I thought he was bluffing me, and then he kicked the 58 yarder. Uh, in the scrimmage, and I, I said, I guess you weren't lying because he has a big leg and really kicking with a lot of confidence as well. All right, one final question for the coach, just about the Big Ten East and the competition that the Terps will face this year. Uh, you'll hear what he said about that right after these words from a few of our sponsors. All right, so we all know that Maryland plays in the Big Ten East. You know, not easy. You know, along with the SEC West, the most difficult division of any conference in the country, year in and year out. How close do you think Maryland is in getting uh, to where it can compete, you know, year in and year out with those upper echelon teams, Ohio State, Michigan, et cetera? You've told me in the past, you know, it's been interior line play and depth in particular where you've had to make strides. Is that still it? No, because that's the area, you know, we didn't talk about the O-line. Right. You know, we were on the other side of the ball, but 
you know, having three dudes there, Jahari Branch and Jalen Duncan and Spencer Anderson, who I think all will have a chance to play on Sunday. Uh, the development of uh, Mason Lunsford over there, as well as, you know, young DJ Glaze. Uh, and then, you know, we played and got through a year ago with seven O-linemen. Now I think because of how we've created depth in recruiting, we've got 10 to 11. And it's the same can be said for us up front where we're rotating you know, some really talented players, which allows us to keep guys fresh and, and keep them on the field, uh, you know, and, and playing at a high level. So when you ask how far away are we, uh, we're to the point now in year four where we should be competing with those teams. And, you know, to me, that, that's that's the next step for us. And, and not just compete, but find ways to uh, do the things necessary and create the right kind of habits and, and behaviors that allow you to, to win those type of games. All right, let's uh, talk real quickly, and I'll let you run. I appreciate the time. The early portion of the schedule, you know, Buffalo this coming uh, Labor Day weekend uh, at home. Tickets, by the way, are on sale. It's a 12 noon kick uh, in College Park. You got Charlotte on the road after that, SMU before you hit the Big Ten schedule. What's the early portion of the schedule look like to you, especially the, the opener against Buffalo? Yeah, and that's really the only one that matters. You know, anybody that follows college football, and you hit on this earlier, but, you know, we've got one of the top five toughest schedules in the country again this year. And it's, you know, because of the schedule that we play in, you know, in in conference, you know, we got the top team from the West in Wisconsin and, and Purdue, which both were uh, big-time teams that are, you know, expected to compete for the Western division. Um, and then you throw a SMU in there who, you know, I haven't checked the rankings, but I think they're either right outside the top 25 if they're not in because, you know, I'm more worried about Buffalo than I am the upcoming opponent. But, right. you know, when you, you have the third or fourth toughest schedule, I mean, to me, that's why people come to Maryland because they want to play against the best. They want to compete against the best. And, and we're not backing away from the schedule, and we're excited about having the opportunity to go see how it plays out. Um, can't wait to watch your team this year. Uh, lots of us, as you know, are rooting for you big time. Best of luck to you this year, and we'll talk soon. Thanks so much, uh, Mike Loxley, everybody. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate you for having me on. That was my conversation with the head coach, Mike Loxley, uh, from last week. I just wanted to make it easier for you Maryland football fans to listen to it this morning before... Uh, the opener later on this afternoon against Buffalo in College Park. I'm excited about this team. Really am. It's his best team. There's no doubt about that. They've got NFL talent uh, in a lot of different spots. They've got more depth than they've had, and they've got the quarterback. You know, he's on the Manning watch list, and Leah uh, comes off really the ending of last year where he was flawless in their two wins over Rutgers and in the bowl game. Uh, against Virginia Tech. I think they can win seven-plus regular season games. They won seven last year, uh, which included the bowl win. I think they can win seven in the regular season. They have Buffalo, Charlotte, and SMU to start. They'll be favored in all three of those games. Uh, They play a road game at Indiana. They stink. Uh, They'll have a chance and should be favored in that game. That would be a fourth win. They've got home games against Northwestern and Rutgers. That could certainly give them six wins. They Those games are down the road, uh, but a possibility they'd be favored to win those games at home. They've got Purdue at home. I know Purdue is good. They lost that thriller on Thursday night to Penn State, but that could get you to seven. And then, you know, at Michigan, Michigan State, at Wisconsin, at Penn State, Ohio State, those are all games you're going to be underdogs in. 
Penn State doesn't look great uh, right now, uh, but you've got to play them in Happy Valley. Uh, Wisconsin, uh, you've got to play in Madison. I think Ohio State and Michigan probably are non-starters in terms of a legitimate hope of winning those games. Michigan State at home, they've beaten Michigan State since they've been in the Big Ten. I'm excited about the year. I'm excited about the quarterback. I'm excited about watching this offensive football team. Uh, And certainly, and I know, many of you will say, you know, will they be more disciplined? Will they not beat themselves as much as they have in some of these games, which has given them no chance with penalties and turnovers? You know, the five picks that Tua threw uh, that Leah threw, excuse me, against Iowa in that game on on that Friday night when they started off undefeated and they were ranked last year. You know, penalties, mistakes, you know, in those kinds of discipline, um, you know, issues are, are going to be watched closely by me and many of you. Uh, but I'm excited about the team, and I think they've got a, a, a team that will be worth watching this year. Uh, the show today uh, brought to you by MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.com, MyBookie.ag. Use my promo code KevinDC. All of the sports betting that your heart desires, all of the college football games are up right now for today and for tomorrow night and for Monday night and all of the NFL games for week one, including the Thursday night opener between the Bills and Rams and then Washington and Jacksonville a week from Sunday. Use my promo code KevinDC. They'll double your first deposit dollar for dollar. You put in 250 bucks, you'll have $500 to wager with. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.ag. Use my promo code, KevinDC. All right, back on Monday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.